Mutiny Radio listener, oh boy, that's you out there. Hi, how you doing? You might be tuning in for poetry, and you'd say, what happened to the poetry today? Well, you know what? It's been five or six months, and five months, something like that. We started in April with Choose Poetry, Choose Life, and just taking a night off. Just, you know, not doing a poetry reading tonight in Glasgow, Scotland, and that's okay. I think it's a day, it's like, is it Labor Day? I don't know what today is. It's Wednesday. It's high noon. This is the AltaCast. I'm live in the studio. Your host, Pam Benjamin. Coming up at 2 on Some Call Me Tim, we'll get Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, calling in. I know she and I used to do the AltaCast back back in the day. So I'm actually going to play an old AltaCast from 2017. Uh, I guess it was after the... I don't even know what it's going to be. It's basically... It's the same show it's always been. It's me and LaToya bitching about Trump. (laughs) It's the same. It's the same thing. How is that possible? So we're going to listen to a vintage version. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be one of the ones with the raps when we used to rap. Remember when we used to rap? Uh, That was a lot of fun. So I'm going to play the first one of 2017. One for 2017. All to cast here on Mutiny Radio. Hey, everybody, it's high noon. It's Wednesday. I am not high enough. This is Pam Benjamin hanging out with you for the AltaCast here at MutinyRadio.fm. I am joined by David Stolowitz, who is going to be training with us for a little bit. And his new show will be coming up on Tuesdays from 10 to midnight called Occult Oblite. No idea what it means. Get on a a microphone too there and put some headphones on so you can hear yourself. And uh, it's going to be like, kind of like Ghost to Ghost with Art Bell, but a little different. Is that what you're, that's what you're thinking the situation's going to be? Yeah. Um, no, plug it in. Otherwise, you won't be able to hear. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the tether. Uh, so here we are on the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. Just to give you guys an update, last week I used the beginning of the show to tape um, something for Body Storytelling, trying to get into their Sketchfest show at the Punchline. Didn't get into that one, but they would like me to perform next Wednesday at the Verity Club, although I don't know yet because I I wasn't as excited about it as she wanted me to be. So she, last week I, I um, there was, I, did you see it on the on the bacon on the, on the Bay Area Comedy Network? You didn't see it. There was a there was a thing. It was a post for body storytelling, B A W D Y, which is a oh yeah yeah right. And they said, oh, we're gonna look for people for Sketchfest at the Punchline. Send me send me an idea that's recorded and, and pitch it. And of course, I came in the next day and I recorded two different stories. Uh, one was about um, the biggest dick I ever saw, which was on a retarded child when I was teaching uh, high school. So that is kind of too edgy for them. They didn't like that story. She didn't like, but the story she did go with was see I think it's funny too the story she did go with was um, 
my first orgy I was involved with, a big group sex thing. I came for the first time with oral sex, and a lady did it on me, which was interesting. And I'm not, I'm, I really don't have, like, lesbian tendencies or anything. first time coming was an orgy? Well, first time coming from oral sex. Oh. My, my ex-husband was black, and uh, he just never went down on me. And I don't know if it was a black thing. I've heard it's kind of a black thing, but really? I, it, I've... Maybe in the 90s, nobody was going down south. Anyways, I had a lot of shame and a lot of difficulty around that issue. And so when I left my husband, I went with the porn clowns uh, on this. Anyway, so I told the story, and she said, oh, she's interested in having me on the 11th, not at Sketchfest. And so I wrote back, and I was like, oh, there's there's no room on the Sketchfest show at the punchline? I was like, because I'm a comedian, and I've applied to Sketchfest. I've given them over $100 in the past couple of years, and I'm never giving them any more money. So I was like, oh, to slip in the under backside door and get in at the punchline for Sketchfest would have been great. So I wrote that to her, and she was like, no, that show's all full, but if you'd like to do the 11th, and I was like, Oh, okay, well, and then she writes me this thing about, well, it, it's really difficult to get into body storytelling, so if you're not interested, I put a lot of time and effort into you, and there's rehearsal, and I wrote her back, and I was like, hey, I'm on the radio live for 12 hours a week, and I do stand up about 10 times a week. I don't think you're going to have to put that much work into me. Like, how are you, how much you get up to coach me? I'm a stand-up comedian that's done a one-woman show. Like, this is a no more than 10-minute story. I, I think I can knock it out of the park for you. I'm kind of, it's kind of what I do. But it's so funny, and it was such a weird moment to me because I realized how self-involved we all are. That cunty bitch thinks that her show is the only show in San Francisco. Oh, it's the only show. She's not listening to my show. She thinks no one gives a shit. There's a thing no one gives a shit about my show, and that's fine. But all of us think that the... So, right, like, you haven't heard of Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday on Mutiny Radio from 8 to 10? How dare you? You haven't heard of Pam Benjamin, comedian, director of Mutiny Radio? You've never heard of me? And you've been running a... Se- what? <laughs> because we're all so self-involved. And she's the same way. It's really difficult to get curated into my show. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I book a <laughs> weekly showcase with comedians. <laughs> right? <laughs> David thinks it's funny. That's good. So that was my thing. So now she hasn't emailed me back. And I'm like, I think that she doesn't. I think that she's going to just sort of forget I existed. But. Hey, I was just trying to get in the back door at Sketchfest because I've never gotten the nod. And I just thought that, you know. Anyways, so that was last week. If you guys listened. Well, no, I, I, I used to apply back in the day, but. When you don't get in, when you give them $100 over four years, and I've applied as a venue, I've applied as a show, I've applied as a podcast, and I've applied as myself, and I haven't gotten in for anything. And I'm like, fuck you, Sketchfest. Fuck you. I'm, I'm sitting here running Muni Radio and bleeding my balls off trying to make this place work, but and I can't get a nod from you guys? Like, what? And Anyways, I hate the world and everything in it. How do you feel? I don't hate the world and everything. Okay. <laughs> I just hate the world that doesn't love me. Can we get back to that? <laughs> the world is great when the people in my world love me. <laughs> but when I'm not getting the nod, and I don't need the accolades. I just, I just, you know, I would have liked to be in Sketchfest. And a lot of people will get asked to be on shows, and it's all happening very soon. And I will not be one of those people. It's okay. It's my first year applying for uh, festivals and competitions. I mean, other than, like, the new talent and roosters. So. I, I've never even done that one. Yeah, there you so go. Um, there you go. There you go. Yeah, it's it's amazing like how much money they expect sometimes. Like the San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival wanted forty five dollars. Oh to my apply. god, for what? I mean, I guess that they're they're making their budget with 
See, that's the difference. The reason I started a comedy festival here is that my overhead really is low. I don't have to pay for the space. I already got the space. So a lot of times when people are throwing a comedy festival, like I was in one in um, Seattle, a hilarious comedy festival, and I had a great time. But they had to pay for their venue, and it was in this weird place. It was like by the Space Needle, but it was in this building that you didn't know. It was like on the third floor. It was. Was it in the carnival? No, it was in a big building, and when you walk in, it's almost like a mall. Oh yeah, the center. The like center. center. Yeah. Yeah, you can ride the the Skyway from there. I've had no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so it was really neat that they had it at this place, but the problem was. I mean, I couldn't even, I almost missed my first show because I couldn't find the damn place. I was having a really difficult time. Oh, there's a phone call. That's exciting. Let me show you how to do a phone call. Okay. So um, pick up the phone and say, Mutiny Radio, this is David. It's right there. It's the blinky light happens so we don't have to be annoyed by them. Can I leave the headphones off? You can leave the headphones You have to leave, leave the, pull, pull it off one ear. I'll show you this whole thing. Uh, pick it up and say, Mutiny Radio, this is David. Ask him if they'd like to be live on here. You guys are listening to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, Merlin? Put a, will they talk to me live on air? Tell them to call. They've, we've got uh, people having, hey, no dead air. You've got music in the background. We're going to get started with the Drug Policy Alliance relatively soon here after I did my little ranty raving about last week. So if he did want to be on air, you would press the white button and then you would bring up the phone thing and hang up the phone and then we could hear them and talk on the phone. Oh, well, he's a, oh, it's someone else was supposed to train with us at the same time and they're just being really late, I guess. I'm trying to train all these new shows at once. We're just trying to get it, trying to get it moving. Uh, so you applied for Sketchfest this oh, year? No, you didn't. No, I didn't actually, um, but it was funny. I was melting down one day on Facebook, and Tom Mayfield's like, dude, none of us got into Sketchfest. <laughs> yeah. I, when I first didn't get in that first year, I had a, I had a super meltdown, because I'd look at the list. See, now, and that's the thing that sucks about comedy, is, and it's so hard for me, because my ego is so enormous, and I'm sure that anybody who, who does stand-up comedy, if anyone who does stand-up comedy has an enormous ego because what the hubris of us to stand up on stage with nothing but a microphone and think that we can be entertaining. But all of us have these enormous egos, me as well, and so when I see other people and I feel like they're being really successful and I just don't even see them working that hard, it makes me crazy. But that's the thing, you don't see them working I don't see them working that hard. And so I'm like seeing all their success and I'm like, Fuck these people. And, but seriously, I don't see him at open mics. I don't see him here in my room. I don't see him running a room. I don't, and, or people will run a room and it'll be so successful. And I'm like, why is my room not? Why, what is, what's happening? Well, there's so many rooms right now. Like I just made um, a map of venues on uh, pinmaps.com. Cool. I could share it with you if you like. Yeah. But you know, I, I paid them seven bucks a month and they gave me a hundred venue limit. And that wasn't enough for all the ones <gasps> that I know about. I wasn't able to include everything. There's just so many right now. That's, I mean, well, that's true. Last night, um, I ran it uh, at Brainwash, and it was a Tuesday, and there are four. So it goes, you've got Hysteria, Brainwash, OMG, and then Showdown Late. Oh, and then there's another one, too, that's during, that's early. Martinis. Martu- that's, that's the Hysteria one. 
but there's another one. There's There used to be here, there used to be open improv, but that's gone. But there was another one. And then late night, you've got the showdown. But before that even, there's... Oh, there's also Kells. Yeah. You can go to the Kells. So there's five on a Tuesday. That's insane. I mean... And then the thing is that after I'd run, I'd already tra- I trained people and I was working as... And, I, and then oh, I ran that open mic. Co-host. Yay! Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is here. That is great. It's... Oh, my God. Your hair looks amazing. She turned into a mermaid. This is David. David's training. You look incredible. Um, be on, be on three for us. That, that, not, not four. Four is, right, four is bad. Four is, four is quiet and evil, but three is great. What was the impetus to, to go purple? It looks, you look amazing. Thank you. Um, new look for 2017. New look for 2017. Gotcha. You're going to have to be super close in on that mic. I got tired of my face. Yay. Well, maybe we should take a new um, headshot for you because the headshot I used off your Facebook was great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, I, yeah. Fi- I, just, I just went searching through your stuff, and I knew I would find a ton. So. <laughs> All right, Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, in the house, in the hizzy. Happy New Year, man. Yeah, Year. you too. Oh, gosh. I hope all went well at the wedding. Oh, yes. You Okay, so Latoya saved the day on Friday I've, I've been having a couple nervous breakdowns a lot of nervous breakdowns it's happening a lot too. I can't I can't I can't <laughs> handle it I just I, I've been so stressed out and so this Friday I'm I was getting all this work done something I was working in the morning on something I was working 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 and I but I had to pack and I had to go to this wedding this weekend and I was in the wedding I didn't have transportation I didn't I didn't have a hotel room booked I had and I'm freaking out I'm like I can't go to this wedding I can't go I can't go and, but, and so I call my boyfriend and I'm crying and he's like, I'm working. I can't talk you down off the ledge. Right? He's like, just don't go. He's like, you're making yourself sick. I got herp- my herpes b- just burst on my face. I'm like, now I've got herpes on my face. I'm freaking out. I've got to go this wedding. I have nothing to wear. Uh, I've got to hang out with these people. These are all rich people too. And I'm like, I'm like that gonna- Black Mirror episode. Yeah, it was like, it's exactly <laughs> like that. So, but instead of doing it at the wedding, I'm afraid that I'm going to do that at the wedding. I'm afraid I'm going to get too drunk and I'm going to be at the wedding and I'm going to lose star. my shit. Right. And think, I'm like, it's exactly that it was crazy so i'm crying i'm freaking out and i call the toy because i know that she will have the answer and she says um i said okay so listen definitely go to the wedding whatever you have to wear in your closet just put something together really quick you have enough money to take the ferry that's the that's the plus and then your excuse it's new year's it's new year's weekend so everything's going to be mostly booked up anyway. So I'm sure someone, some kind soul out there will be like, yeah, you can totally crash with us, blah, blah, blah. You know, because that's actually a perfect good excuse um, not to have a room. And plus, on top of the fact not showing up will give people even more livid. If I wouldn't have showed up. At the last up, minute on a rehearsal dinner, if, people will get pissed. If I wouldn't have shown up, it would have been so embarrassing because he only had three grooms people anyways it was it was there was supposed to be more but they didn't this other person didn't show up but not at the last minute because and he was really mad at that person but his wife had five bridesmaids so there are five bridesmaids on one side and there's three on the other and i'm a lady sitting on the dude's side 
and uh, I, guys like it when there's more girls. It, it's true, <laughs> but if, if I wouldn't have shown up, it would have been a big problem. Oh yeah. Because even at the rehearsal dinner, they were talking about his mom did a speech, and they, he was like, "She's like, we're so lucky that we're being brought into this family where there's so many friends and the friendships that Stacy's had since th- they've been friends since they Her were four. And too. <laughs> so, so there's they're going through, they're doing the whole thing, and and then she says, and Mike's friends are <laughs> artists <laughs> oh and God. she's like trying to be she's like it was basically like look at the dirt bags at the end of the table that hang out with my son and uh. thank god he's got this real nice lady that he's getting married to anyways it was a beautiful wedding and it was fine and Yay. everything was great happy and ending thank you yeah. it all it all worked out except that i came back to san francisco and then you know completely stressed out and freaked out and lost my mind oh we'll discuss that one later yeah. i know what that uh... oh i've been crying i was crying last night at the brainwash like i before the show before i had to host the show i was so stressed out i was just like i just couldn't stop crying i was like i can't i can't i can't like i can't, i have too much to do i can't do it all i can't and i don't even know how to do it all but brooke heineken jumped up and was like I work at Google, I know how to do websites. And I was like, I wasn't even gonna do a website. I was just gonna let that go. I was just not gonna do it. And she's like, oh no, I just link this and this. And I'm like, blah. And then she's like, if you just blah, 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 blah. So she came in and, and she's gonna do a bunch of website stuff for me. And then Louisa Isbell's like, oh, I work in marketing professionally. And I'm like, Oh, you do? You work in PR? Because I have no idea how to do PR. You've been to my shows. There's no one here ever. I have no idea how to get people here. And I'm going to, I work today, so I'm going to see what I can do to, um, since it's after the holiday, to see if they can be able to, like, give us some stuff. Oh, that would be amazing. for what's coming up for the festival. Yeah, if they want to give us some food. Yeah, food or, like, even cheap Kaba champagne which I saw that would be do, amazing you know because I can hopefully I'll work something out because I'm trying to do after the holidays just always brings everyone to like ah so yeah. much going on in the near of the next year yeah. so I'm kind of freaking out sort of on the inside <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm 2017 freak out. Yeah. 2017 has already been the year of, I mean, I've, I've been, I've cried a lot this year already. Uh, not, I mean, happy tears at the wedding and then stuff, but I, I mean, this is, it just, I'm so scared. Have you cried yet this year? Has David no, cried? It's just getting started. Oh, right. <laughs> We're going to make you cry today. David's <laughs> new show is going to be on Tuesdays from 10 to midnight called uh, a cult oblite. Ooh, what are we about? Uh, I missed that segment, sorry. No, he didn't get into it too much. I, I talked about myself <laughs> like I always do. Uh, so uh, I think I'm going to start my first episode by talking about why Aleister Crowley is so overrated. Oh, <laughs> wow. Speaking of nice. that, I'll put, I'll put some up some different stuff behind us. You'll love this. Do, do you, you know that Aleister Crowley loved to play? No, it was Anton LaVey. I'm sorry. Keep going. I'm sorry. Slightly different, but not too far <laughs> off. Although Anton LaVey's from San Francisco, if I remember correctly. He was a, a police officer here before he got into Satanism. Oh, I thought most police officers are evil anyway. Well, hmm. you know, th- this was the, the other way around. I mean, he, first he was a police, and that inspired him to become a Satanist. I, 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 you know what? I, I can see that. I, you know who I, I found out about Aleister Crowley through Led Zeppelin because Jimmy Page was obsessed with him. That's how I got introduced to him, through Led Zeppelin. He was the lead singer? 
Uh, Jimmy Page was the uh, guitarist, man. Guitarist, okay. Yeah, and he used to live in his mansion, and he used to like really be into him. So yeah, that's my first introduction. <laughs> Thank you, Zeppelin. So what we're gonna have in the back to, to background now for a little bit is Anton Lavey playing his Calliope. <laughs> But see, this is the thing. Um, there is so much humor in the occult, and only like one person on Facebook has figured this out besides me, I think. <laughs> I didn't even know he played the Calliope. <laughs> oh, it's like Penny Dreadful. <laughs> Uh, so I want to I want to change to a different because there's one of him. He, it's like it sounds like. Doo, 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 doo. Is that the uh, clown circus music? Yeah, th maybe this is big top medley. <laughs> this is the better one. This is the better one. Here we go. Here we go. This is here we go. Comedy is just so much fun. I'll make it sooner or later. <laughs> I can't believe he was a, a police officer. He does. This is him playing the yeah. Well, like, so he witnessed so many horrible things that he just lost faith in humanity. And I think a lot of police officers go that even if they don't formally become satanic. Well, they have that brotherly code. So, I mean, right there, you got the whole, like, we have a code. Shh, no one should know about it. I've noticed this, and you guys tell me if I'm crazy or not. I haven't heard of any police brutality in the news since Trump was elected. Are we all so busy uh, and scared about wrong. Trump? Okay, wrong. so there so there has been I just yeah, Dallas in, uh, last in month. Dallas last last month. Remember when they were happening every day? Oh yeah. We'd come into the show and I'd be like Latoya, tell us the truth. How many black people were shot this week? Oh, right. And she'd yeah. be like, well, <laughs> there was the one in San Diego and there was one I mean it was just exactly. every day. On and on and on. But that's not a big story right now, you know, because nobody cares about black and brown bodies, so there. This music's awesome, by the way. <laughs> I care. <laughs> it's like my, it's my jam. <laughs> well, now that you have the purple hair, that's, I know, that's I look, good. Totally look like an little, ass clown. <laughs> get you a little clown nose, it'll be fun. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. Well, we have that. Anybody want to squeeze the, squeeze it. Squeeze the horn? Squeeze it. The, there we go. I believe you played this song uh, during one of the uh, comedy events you had this past summer, I believe. Yes. Uh, I, and I can't remember which one it was, but it just, it went on a loop the whole way around. Yes. And it just never stopped. <laughs> I remember that jam. <laughs> and uh, I have no idea why we would do anything like that. Because <laughs> we're Satanists? We're, it's, we're questionable. Questionable Satanists. You're not Satanists. No, we're not. <laughs> no, I, I wish. If I was a Satanist, I'd be more successful. I think that that's, I think that's one of the precepts of Satanism. Is yeah, it? but after 30 years, you'd explode. Is that what happens? Yeah. I'm probably going to explode. I mean, if I don't explode, we're going to see what will happen. I'm 42, and I feel like... I, I'm surprised that I made it past 40 and that at some point my kidney will explode. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. Th that Boy. sounds fucking tragic. Well, I know. <laughs> Exploding kidney, never fun. Less vodka, fam. I don't drink, actually don't drink vodka. And I don't drink whiskey after dark anymore. It's really just IPA, honestly. And wine. I like to drink wine. But I don't even drink that much. I had like, I had like three beers last night. That's that is a record. <laughs> that's a record. Is that, is, what are you laughing at? Are you thinking that's a lot? Well, it's not like how much you do in one sitting. It's how much you do regularly. I don't like to oh. talk about that. 
because I've enough. done that, but I've like counted in my head like how many drinks per week? Because supposedly women are only supposed to have eight drinks per week, which I'm like, really seriously? That's unrealistic. It's, yeah, it's really. Unrealistic. And I've actually, you know, seven days in a week. So my eight drinks are probably done by Tuesday <laughs> and the week just started. Yeah. Well, it depends. <laughs> you know, honestly, it depends for me because on Monday with Joke Workshop, I always have one beer before I get here because I take a break from 4 to 5.45 and I go have a beer at Bender's and I come back. Just one. But then if I don't keep drinking during the show here, I just don't have any fun. You know how annoying it is to like pay attention to everybody's jokes and <laughs> give good comments and be like engaged in what they're saying and like to do that I have to either be really high or a little inebriated and that's just the way it is. Oh, they're that bad? Well, I mean it's joke work job. Oh, okay. Well, it just but no, it's it's and running any open mic without being inebriated is just silly to me because why would you be doing it? It's like right. why provide that service for other people? They come, they eat, they leave, they don't give a fuck. Like the comedians, they just want to be at the open mic. They don't care who runs it. They are like, oh, great. And plus Thanks, comedians, we are self-destructive people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we like, we like our alcohol and we like our drugs. So, you know, some of us need to have that edge or something to cut the edge off before we go on stage. You know. Excellent segue into the Drug Policy <gasps> Alliance Yay. Minute. Um, thanks to Melissa Moore of Drug Policy Alliance out there in New York. And she sent me some stuff today and said, <laughs> New Year, same old shit. Uh, this is Drug Policy Alliance launching campaign to just say no to Jeff Sessions for attorney general. Racist. Yeah, new video explains why Sessions would be a disaster for drug war policy and criminal justice reform. We'll watch the video in a second. The Drug Policy Alliance is launching a campaign to put the brakes on Alabama Republican Senator Jeff Sessions' nomination for attorney general. The Drug Policy Alliance campaign includes a new video launched today on the route that exposes Jeff Sessions' appalling record on the drug policy, civil and human rights, and criminal justice reform. The Drug Policy Alliance video, created by award-winning filmmaker Hampton, alternates between archival media footage of Jeff Sessions' troubling racist words and actions and DPA staff and allies taking talking about what sessions would mean for drug policy and criminal justice. The video ends with a call to action asking people to call their senators to reject session for attorney general. Jeff Sessions is a drug war extremist with a career long history of racist comments and actions, said Bill Piper, senior director of national affairs at the Drug Policy Alliance. In recent years, Sessions played a critical role in blocking efforts to reform sentencing policy asset forfeiture and marijuana laws we do everything we will do everything we can to stop his confirmation the last time sessions faced a confirmation vote in 1986 his nomination was voted down by the republican controlled senate judiciary committee after they were confronted by sessions extensive history of racist comments and actions a black colleague testified that sessions referred to him as boy Boy. That's insane, right? Sessions referred to the NAACP and other civil rights organizations as un-American groups that forced civil rights down the throats of people. He was accused of using his authority as a U.S. attorney to disrupt and prosecute civil rights activists who were registering African Americans to vote. He even reportedly said he thought the KKK was okay (laughs) until he found out its members smoked pot. (laughs) 
During his time in the U.S. Senate, Jeff Sessions has consistently supported efforts to expand the drug war and roll back civil rights. He was the chief opponent of the recent bipartisan efforts to reduce sentences for drug offenses and has a track record of opposition to marijuana reform. He is likely to use his power as attorney general to accelerate federal prosecutions for drug law violations that carry draconian mandatory sentences and interfere with state legal marijuana and medical marijuana programs. I love the word draconian. I, I hate draconian measures, but I love the word draconian. It's just so much fun to say. Sessions is likely to expand the use of surveillance and policing against immigrant and marginalized communities. A Senate confirmation of Sessions would also position Sessions as a powerful foe of bipartisan criminal justice and sentencing reform efforts in Congress. The Drug Policy Alliance is working with a broad coalition of organizers across the political spectrum to oppose sessions. Last month, the Drug Policy Alliance organized a teleconference for reporters, we listened in on that, to discuss sessions' record on civil and human rights, criminal justice reform, and drug policy. Representatives from Latino Justice, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, and the Council on American Islamic Relations, the Cato Institute, the Samuel DeWitt Pro Proctor Conference, and the Drug Policy Alliance expressed their concerns about Sessions. The Drug Policy Alliance is urging people to ask their senators to oppose Sessions' nomination. The DPA's collaboration with award-winning uh, director Dream Hampton is a follow-up to last year's video featuring Jay-Z and the artwork of Marley Crabapple, From Prohibition to Gold Rush, A History of the War on Drugs. We watched that, too. Mm -hmm. The Jay-Z thing was cool. Uh, it basically talked about what's happening with um, how we mass incarceration and uh, people of color. The Sessions video launched today as a part of Feature on the Root by Kristen well West Savali, the award-winning senior editor and writer who co-produced a widely acclaimed series on marijuana legalization and the advance of last year's sweeping election victories. All right, let's watch this video and listen to it. See why we should all contact our senators right now and say nay to Jeff Sessions. It's the session sessions. It's the session sessions. New video. Uh, here. The sessions is a throwback to a shameful era, which I know both black and white Americans thought was in our past. America incarcerates more people than any other country on earth. 57% of those arrested on drug charges are black or Latino, even though white people use and sell drugs at the same rate or even higher than people of color. We have to do everything we can to stop Sessions. Jeff Sessions represents my state, Alabama, where more than 31% of all black people are denied the right to vote. Jeff Sessions was fine with the terrorist hate group, the KKK, until he learned that they smoked pot. I may have said something like that. Send that message with clarity that good people don't smoke marijuana. Marijuana is a leading cause of deportation. My father was a legal taxpaying resident who was deported. Jeff Sessions will destroy more family. I have an 18 year old son who plays the trumpet and loves math. Uh, it's not fair to have to worry about his life every single day because he's a young black man who's a stop and frisk target. Jeff Sessions is one of the scariest possibilities that I was afraid of. Jeff Sessions wants to ramp up a drug war that costs us $50 billion a year, and yet most Americans believe that it's failed. He is, uh, I believe, a disgrace to the Justice Department, and he should withdraw his nomination and resign his position. Jeff Sessions is simply unfit. If you believe in fairness, 
you believe in due process, if you believe in our Constitution, you must join me in the fight to stop Sessions. He's been wrong on the drug war. He's been wrong on criminal justice. He's been wrong on civil rights and liberties, and he's wrong for America. I'm too young to vote, so I need you to speak for me. Please stop Jeff Sessions. All right, we're back. Stop Jeff Sessions, everybody. We can stop him all together. You guys are going to go to your local, uh, what's it called? When you, you write your senators, write your senators and say, say no. Uh, let's read this, the KKK was okay thing. I, I, I can't, it's hard for me to believe that um, we have people that are, that are in power uh, in our government that are still like forwarding the the fascist regime, which actually this this can even dovetail swiftly and sweetly into um, to our to our special guest. Oh, it's on right now. It's on. Um, we can hear. You don't have to hear. We we got it. We got headphones. Uh, we have a special guest today. She it's, it's actually she wants to be part of government. Uh, we have Marilyn Murillo in the house, and she is going to be. Of running for the 17th Assembly District Delegate for California and the Executive Board. Uh, that's and if you January 8th between 9:30 and noon at the Union Hall on 3271 18th Street, Shotwell and 18th in the Mission District, there's going to be free coffee, donuts, and breakfast. Come early and vote. Is that people are gonna? I, I didn't even know uh, that we can vote for our 17th Assembly District. Yes. We have a caucus every two years where we elect seven female delegates and seven male delegates and one executive board representative. This happens every two years. And if you've heard about caucuses like the Iowa caucus, it's typically decided by several hundred voters as opposed to a... Uh, traditional election. You, you have to be really, really close enough. In, fi in fact, we might switch David because that microphone is just such a bummer uh, and I want to be able to hear everything that you're saying. So, and that's, that's interesting that I haven't even heard about this, but, well, I've heard about this vote from you, but how, what, what kind of, what kind of decisions does a person make that's in the 17th Assembly District Delegate and Executive Board? What, what, what kind of power would you be wielding, or what, what, do you, what, what do you want to accomplish through government? What are you getting in for? Well, this is another opportunity for the people to have representative voice in government, and so the specific responsibilities of the delegates would be to endorse candidates for governor, for attorney general, for United States senator, for state offices, and then also to, to uh, constantly be updating the Democratic Party platform to make sure that the Democratic Party is supporting all of our diverse communities, mm. including the disadvantaged members of our communities, which have been devastated recently in San Francisco. We need change. Well, absolutely. There's there's over 6,000 uh, questionably housed people in San Francisco. I don't like to call them homeless. I like to call them questionably housed because it's, I don't, I don't want to, I feel like that slur upon people, it's, you know, it's not a very nice thing to say. But I've seen, and, and the terrible thing about uh, the way we, we interact with people who are disadvantaged, I, I saw an article in the New York Times a couple weeks ago, and it was about San Francisco, and on the cover of it, there was a quote from a techie, and it said, 
oh, I have to walk by all these, why do I have to walk by all these homeless people on my way to my tech job? And it, it was just, I need to figure out what microphone you're on, honey. Oh, oh it was an on-on, there we go. Was it? No, can there you? There we Yay. go, Yay. All right, she's in. And I think that's unfortunate because I don't believe that that's the views representative of the entire tech industry. I know uh, many well-meaning, loving uh, people in the tech industry that are supportive of the disadvantaged community. Unfortunately, it's these extremists that tend to be publicized in the newspaper um, speaking ill of our disadvantaged community. We are all people, we're all equal. And we're gonna have a lot of disadvantaged people voting for me on Sunday, January 8th. At a caucus, everyone's equal. Your million dollars won't get you your million votes at a caucus. Wow. One body, one vote. That's really great. It's taking um, the government, putting it back in our hands, literally. Exactly. Uh, do you get paid to be on the 17th Assembly District Delegate and Executive Board, or is this a volunteer position? This is an unpaid volunteer position. So in addition to those uh, delegate responsibilities, executive board member meets more frequently. Uh, the delegates meet annually at a convention, and the executive board representatives meet uh, several times throughout the year to also constantly address the different issues like making endorsements, like upgrading and advancing the party platform to include those that have been left out. And we need to speak up. We need to vote for change. If we don't vote, the way things are happening, they're gonna continue to happen that way. It's more than just voicing displeasure. You need to take action. I need you to show up and vote Sunday, January 8th, between 10 a.m. and 12.30 noon. And I'll have coffee, donuts, and free breakfast beginning at 8.30 in the morning. Let's take back our city. That's great. I'm babysitting on Sunday from 10.30 uh, on, and then I have a meeting here at noon, but it's all in this neighborhood, so I'm going to bring the girls by and teach them about democracy and voting. Wonderful. It's at 18th Street and Shotwell Street. That's Super, right a couple blocks from 18th yeah. and Mission. Yeah, right here uh, in the Mission, right here in this neighborhood. Uh, what, what, are your, what are some of the, you said disadvantaged people, but what are some of the other platforms that you're going to be bringing? Well, the number one thing is to increase access to housing and also increase availability and also increase access to services. I interviewed several of my friends that are housed in SROs uh -huh. and that are trying to get into SROs. And they said one of the most frustrating things and one of the most depressing things that they experience daily is basically it's a a hidden, a hidden, uh, a hidden map that you have to find out in order to access services for ho huh. housing, in order to get on wait lists, and uh, it's horrible that it's been that way. Thankfully, after I raised this issue, the city of San Francisco decided a week later to announce that they're coming up with a pilot project where they're going to try to centralize this information for housing. Oh, that's great. And that is great, but they need to go a step further. People, Some people that are disadvantaged don't have access to the internet. Oh, so uh -huh, if we're going to uh -huh. do this, then we also need to provide access to computers that can uh, get on the internet because some of us do have internet, but some of us do not. Right. And that's another disadvantage that needs to be addressed so that we can truly be equal. I, I can't afford internet at my house. There you go. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't have a, like a, a hard, fast. Um, 
I have a question. Um, is there like kind of like any kind of platform? Because with those who are um, questionably housed, I know there's a lot of mental illness. Um, is there a platform with that, you know, with helping the mentally ill here? In fact, um, just recently, we had additional funding that was passed by the voters statewide in the state of California to help the uh, disadvantaged members of our society that do have mental illness challenges. So there's additional money that's being offered for housing through the public health department and through the Department of Social Services as well. Now there is still a need though, because yeah. there's so many people that need help. So we definitely need to e even do better. We need to increase that. Another thing that I am supporting as part of my platform is that, you know, there's a lot of talk from elected officials about the soda tax and how oh, soda's huh? bad and, and sugary and all this. Okay, let's take you at your word. You really think it's bad? Then do this. I propose that we provide free fruits and vegetables to the disadvantaged people every week, a fruit basket, yeah. a couple bananas, couple oranges, couple apples, couple of vegetables, every week. If the whole purpose, you're really concerned about diabetes and high, high sugar and fast food drinks and all this, give people an option, deliver it straight to them. And now this doesn't need you to pay a billion dollars to a nonprofit agency to mm -hmm. administer this. It can be done streamlined. If you have to do it, write a check to the food bank. There's many nonprofit organizations that are all volunteer that would be willing to help. I'm a board member of Tenderloin Tessie Holiday Dinners for the last 40 years. We've been providing free Christmas Day dinner, Thanksgiving Day dinner, and Thank Easter you. Sunday dinner to everyone in our community that is interested in showing up at the Universalist Universal Church at the corner of Franklin Street and Geary Street in San Francisco in the Cathedral Hill area. So there's ways to do this effectively. Government needs to work effective, provide services to the people, but cut out all this waste. If right, we cut out yeah. all this waste, there's more money to help more people. Exactly. So and getting back on the housing issue, uh, shelters are they're not, I don't, if people say, well, there's shelters, they're not the right answer because they kick them out at like 7.30 in the morning. And then when you get back, you can't leave. You have to have a special pass to be able to get back into your shelter like after 8 o'clock. So it's, it's, it's not a feasible structure for how people can live to, to say, oh, well, now you have all these regulations. And then with the SROs, you have to move every three months. Yes, that's a real Or every hassle. three weeks. Every three weeks. Every three weeks, you have to take your home, pack it up, leave for a day, and then come back. How is that a sustainable... It's not. It's not. So when, even when you're trying, you're, we're trying to find new models, so that because the models that we have that exist are... We need to break those molds anyways, because they're, they're not effective and not working. And... Even it's so hard for those who want to make it work. You have to jump through so many hoops to That's get a shelter true. bed. I mean, I think it's more difficult. To, it's the same thing with um, food stamps aren't that. I'm on food stamps and they weren't that difficult to get. But the hoops that one has to jump through. Yes. I have two master's degrees and I have difficulty every time I reapply for food stamps and Medi-Cal. And it shouldn't be like that because like, and I'm like, really, I'm on the high end of the scale, right? And I can't even imagine if I didn't have the education I do, 
how I would jump through those particular hoops. I, unless I had like a someone to sort of guide me through it. And I don't think that exists, does it? And on the there internet. Is an, on the internet, yes, and on the internet. There is a need for government agencies to streamline their services and to communicate in a more straightforward manner that the people can understand. Some of the language that they're using is uh, confusing. Mm -hmm. There's an, an easier, simpler way to say something that is just as clear if your purpose is to help people instead of to try to confuse them or make it difficult for them to understand. Well, and I think they make it purposely difficult so that people won't get the services so then they can save the money. Well, they didn't do it right. They didn't fill out this form. They didn't check this box. Oh, they're gone. And then, but isn't the point of trying to provide services to provide services, not to like hide the services in some, like you said, there was some strange locked box with the information of how you get, like, how does one get Section 8 housing? Exactly. And I mean, I guess, and I've been on the internet sites trying to figure out things at the city. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm a, I'm a pretty intelligent woman and I'm going through, I have, no, I can't find anything. Even when I was trying to renew my passport. I went there and they said, oh, well, it's this and you, you can't have a check. You have to have a money order and you have to have this. And, this. and I'm like, this wasn't on the website. You so. know, we have, so, <laughs> we have so many commissions in San Francisco and so many uh, committees. I think a really important one would be one that is being um, embodied in this discussion right here is how can we improve government services for the people? That's just a whole wide area. We're talking about several of them right now. That is something that needs to be discussed and then those ideas brought before the Board of Supervisors to make changes. Because right now they're like, well, we have no idea what people want and that's their excuse. I think no. also it's the fact of the matter the government has cut a lot of um, like funding for some of these, um, you know, for example, like the technology that some of these public services have are very outdated because the funding has been cut by the federal government. So that right there is an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Hence of why the language and how to be able to get this assistance is so hard and it's not unreachable, but but people get very, very discouraged. You know, don't even try to apply yourself for unemployment. That's a whole <laughs> other ball game. Well it's a pain in the ass. But what the people in San Francisco would say is well, if you're on unemployment, you don't deserve to live here. Or if you, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But that's, but that's the argument that they make. And that's an argument that even our, our mayor said, that if you don't make $80,000, you shouldn't live in San Francisco. There is a place for everyone in our city. There's a place for everyone. Uh, we all need a place to go. I needed a place to go. I escaped a very um, oppressive anti-LGBT community in Central California to oh. move here to San Francisco five years ago so that I could transition and be my true self. I love San Francisco. We need to stand up and we need to set an example about the the way that we are going to move forward in a Trump era. Oh, so scary. And we <laughs> need to move forward with policies, just as President Obama said, was take care of the people. Yeah. Let's talk a little. You mentioned Trump. You brought him up. We don't like to talk about uh, the Cheeto president Cheeto. too much. Cheeto <laughs> face. President Cheeto. President Cheeto. Uh, and he's a cheater and he's orange Cheeto. It works on many levels. We feel. Yeah, cheater. Well, I mean, he's just because he's had three. No, he's cheated on his wife and he likes to grab the pussy. Oh, he's cheated on his taxes. He's cheated on his. Well, he wouldn't tell know, us the taxes, so who knows? Know so we know he's a Cheeto, Cheeto, cheater. Che just a cheater over there. But what what are some of your biggest fears with this new administration? And, and, being a part of the, uh, that people can vote for you for the 17th assembly. Does, 
being a part of that, is that a reaction to what's happening politically, or have you always been politically minded? Well, the way that I would frame it, as opposed to a fear of what is upcoming in a Trump administration, is a resolve, a confidence, a determination to stand up for the people of California against the draconian and backwards and uh, racist ideas, uh, sexist ideas of this president that he demonstrated pretty convincingly in the election. Yeah. I was just, I was really surprised at how many women, I, when, it, when it happened in the morning, I couldn't believe it. I was like, where, what happened to the women? Who, how could they, how could people, how could a woman consciously vote for him with the, I mean, the just mass misogyny. And it's, it's so, all, I feel like everything we fought for is, is, going gone. To be, is going to be gone. I mean, what happens if Roe v. Wade gets overturned? I mean, isn't that, that's like so scary to me. And so that is another example of the need for community to be involved and to vote. So this caucus that's happening on Sunday, January 8th, it's not highly publicized. It happens every two years, but viewer, uh, listeners, have you ever heard of this caucus before? No, I'm, I have it, not. It's, they, you know, it's like, uh, it's democracy. We need to publicize it. It's the that's, secret democracy. It's just like the hidden box with the stuff on there it. There you go. Housing. I'm so <laughs> happy that uh, Pam invited me to come here to Mutiny Radio to share this information with you, to invite you out to come out and vote, because folks... Uh, this is San Francisco, but there are people running in this caucus that are closer to Trump's ideas. Huh. So we need to vote. We need to stand up against Trumpism. And I'm for, for a free California community college for in-state residents. That's if amazing. you come from another country or another state, pay tuition. This is for our people here. And uh, I'm also for free fruits and vegetables every week without paying a billion dollars to some uh, uh, organization to administer it. Right. We could do it much more effectively. Help the people. Let's not help people line their pockets. Let's help the people survive. Um, another yeah. thing that I support is increased funding for IHSS, across the board increase in IHSS service hours. They were... Uh, cut horribly these past few years and never brought back. And those are people in our community that are disadvantaged, that need help. They, are, they survive. They live by having a person paid to help them so that they don't have to move into a nursing home wow. or into a hospital. They can keep their dignity and stay in their home. We should increase their hours. We should also increase funding for union apprenticeship training programs. Uh, absolutely. Those electricians. Exactly. Electricians, plumbers. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's going to go to community college. Not everyone wants to. There's a lot of people that are in the trades, the building trades. We need to provide increased funding for union apprenticeship jobs so that when they come out of that program, they're in a union job. They have benefits for their families, for their children, and they can make a livable wage to live here in San Francisco. Yeah. You get like, I think it's like $32 an hour for electricians. My, my friend is an apprentice right now. She's starting go. her program at the, uh, in the mid February, I believe. And we need more funding so more people can start those Absolutely. programs. Absolutely. Do you know about the free farm stand on Sundays? Yes, there, there is a free farm stand here, farm stand here, here. in the Mission District. Yeah. 23rd and 
fulsome. And so, see, government Sundays at one. Government hears these ideas and they're like, "Oh, let's pay this organization a billion dollars to do this." You've already got someone doing it. It's already happening. Yeah, it's it, already happening, and it's but it's like a secret. A lot of people don't know okay, about it. Okay, so it's been happening for years. Publicizing and help bring in more people to help administer to volunteer and let's truly help the people and and not just those people that are making an enormous amount of income off of technology and internet let's also help people that have not experienced those fabulous benefits but that hope to also participate in the american dream let's not put our foot on them let's yeah. lift them up absolutely yay marilyn mario so again everybody get out and vote this sunday uh between january 8th between 9 30 and noon at 3271 18th street the union hall at shotwell and 18th and oh gosh i know exactly where this is it's right next to uh it's right behind a church and it's right across the street from the uh, pg and e where they park some of their stuff i know exactly where it is and there's it's a mexican right by restaurant Whis- across the street too and there's uh whiz burgers across the other way so and for everybody to know where it is, we just told you exactly. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank you so much. Um, before I wanted to go, I was listening in the in the um, audience here uh, before I came on air. The 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 talk about uh, Jeff Shesh Shesh Sessions, <laughs> Jeff Sessions. Um, you know, we need to stop this person. The Senate needs to stand up and say no. This is a unacceptable candidate for the position that is attorney general this person jeff sessions has demonstrated disrespect and disloyalty to some americans we need to send a message that that's not okay and stop it and put someone in there that's going to protect us instead of suppress us right and oppress us suppression and help help i'm being oppressed look (laughs) at the violence inherent in the system (laughs) sorry that's from monty python i I love that quote um thank you again marilyn maria you know you should come on friday f between three and six and be on common thread and um you got promote your message again to to them because um they have a, a wide listening audience of people that are grounded in San Francisco and that are political and that will want to hear your message and will want to vote and they will also want free donuts. And <laughs> and it doesn't cost anything to vote. There's That's some great. people that are trying to say you have to pay a poll tax, but those people need to quit it. Okay? We stopped that a long time ago. So there's no tax to vote. Come in and vote. And you don't have to do you have to be registered? You can register right then and there if you're not. They look in the computer and if there's no computer, they do the paper. Wow. So there's no excuse, everybody. Get involved. Come and vote. Come and vote. Uh, be involved and help because Marilyn has great ideas for how to help San Francisco be a better place. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Yay! Marilyn Mario, I'm definitely going on. I'm definitely going on uh, on on Sunday. Taking the girls. Going to teach them about um, democracy. democracy. Absolutely, because I took them by a um, what's it called once. Uh, there was a protest in front of City Hall, and I was like, look, girls, look. People are expressing their, you know, political views. And they're, ah, thank you so much for being here. Yay. All right. Uh, moving right along, we've got more about uh, Jeff Sessions. Uh, uh, it just keeps going on, right? Uh, Jeff Sessions is dangerous and should not be confirmed as Trump's attorney general. 
Sessions' neo-Confederate regressive white right-wing politics make him a malignant cancer on anything resembling progress and equity in this country. This is written by uh, Kirsten West Savali, and I feel like she's, <laughs> that's a great sentence, anything resembling progress and equity in this country. This was written actually today, so exciting stuff. Um, Senator Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III. Uh, Rep- Beauregard. 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 You know, his family had some plantations. I, I bet. He's a third, too, right? Republican from Alabama. Oh, yeah, he, he hates niggas. Uh, well, I, I mean, I think that, but the thing is that. I mean, niggers. I, Excuse I, me. I think niggers. that if, if he had his way, he would bring things back to, to this to the slave but we, i think there already is we still have wage enslavement now like oh, people yeah. don't yeah. get to be quote unquote free when you're attached to your job and you feel like there's it's almost like indentured servitude still existing yeah i mean the fact of the matter is just like you know as much as i don't like republicans you would think that some of them would have just an inkling of sense of that okay this guy is he's really way out there so i mean and i don't care what anyone says you still have to look at the future of like who you're going to be who are going to be your future voters right. and if you want to keep the party alive and going backwards with this pendejo is not <laughs> going and he probably wouldn't know what that meant yeah <laughs> um going back to the era of what jeff sessions wants is not a way to help your party in the future to help your party survive so somebody i mean i uh, i'm pleading for the fact of some smart republican out there someone with the inkling of seeing the future will say like no we can't have this guy as the attorney general but as the cabinet new cabinet members and the appointees are being a racist and ridiculous and we're changing you know his his cabinet is the, the landscape of it is completely <laughs> different. crazy it's uh, crazy. crazy house <laughs> but once you that change is affected it's going to change who we are and how we see it's going to change how the media comes out everything's going to well they're normalizing right right supremacy they're normalizing and it's okay i mean i guess that is a total throwback like it's okay to say what we i mean i mean i i'm I'm guess it's it feels good that people are out there are actually i know who is racist again (laughs) um but also at the same time this this throwback is it's not going to work in today's world with technology the way it is it's not going to work but they they, I feel like they already used the technology against us. I feel like the whole Russian thing and oh, the hacking well, well, and yeah. the way that the Google algorithms go. Like when you put in Trump, let's 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 do a Google algorithm. I love doing it. <laughs> so if we put in Trump, what comes up? Trump, Trump Twitter, Trump News, <sighs> Trump Paulus, Trump Cabinet, Trump nominates another drug war zealot. Trump praises Philippine President Rodrigo Duarte for uh, murdering people. Trump is surrounding himself with generals. Trump is surrounding... Trump VP choice Mike Pence doesn't agree. Okay, let's put Trump is. Let's see what happens here. Trump is. What do we what do we have come up? Trump is winning. Trump is going to win. Trump is losing. Trump is real. Trump is awesome. So the Google <laughs> algorithm is already pro-Trump. Do you know what I mean? Like when we put in... I mean, we, we put in the black woman thing last, last week, and it was oh, like, yeah. death of a black woman. It was like, yes. strong well, black, well, the death of strong black women. It gets the most attention. That's not necessarily the most support. I, I, I don't know. You got to be, be right into that microphone. Oh, that, one's, okay. that one's really funny. But I feel like the algorithms are 
it's the same thing with like Netflix. Netflix is shaping us. What's on Netflix shapes who we are because everyone watches Netflix now. But Netflix didn't even exist a couple years ago. And now it's like so shaping us. Oh, blockbuster, I miss you. I know, but I'm, but right? Like, well, we used to, we used to consume media in a different way. And that's what I'm trying to get at is I feel like we, there's so much media now and we have so much access to information that we don't even, like our machines are filtering it for us. You know, I don't have a smartphone, so I don't, I try to stay away from that. And most of the information I glean just comes from the universe, a lot from the (laughs) internet though, but from riding on the bus and listening to overhearing people, I get a lot of news that way too. That's good. Yeah. Local edge. I mean, in an age with so much technology saturation, um, there's a lot of power in face to face now. And, uh, you know, yeah. it's becoming the edgy, rebellious thing to do. Just go talk to somebody in person. <gasps> Phone Amen. Calls. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that, man. Uh, that's, it's fa- yeah, face-to-face. Yeah. Uh, Trump, uh, elect, President-elect Donald Trump's attorney general pick conjures up as much anger and disgust as his Confederate name. But it's the increased power he now holds that makes him even more dangerous. There is a reason why 1,140 lo- lawyers from across the country are protesting Trump's nomination of Sessions. There is a reason why members of the NAACP were arrested for engaging yep. in civil disobedience in seven Sessions Alabama office on Tuesday. They sure were. The former attorney general for Alabama is unambiguously racist, good old boy, uh, with a long history of judicial violence against women and people of color, black and Latino people specifically. Sessions is also, is so racist, in fact, that although he was nominated in 1986 by President Ronald Reagan to be a judge for the U.S. District Court of the Southern District of Alabama, his colleagues, including Vice President Joe Biden, then-Delaware senator and soon-to-be author of the destructive 1994 crime bill decided he was unfit to serve on a federal bench. Sarah Widman wrote in 2002 a piece for the New Republic. Senate Democrats tracked down a career Justice Department employee named J. Gerald Herbert, who testified, albeit reluctantly, that in a conversation between two men, Sessions had labeled the National Association for the Advancement of Color People and NAACP as the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU, un-American and communist-inspired. <laughs> Herbert said Sessions, there's nothing wrong with being communist-inspired. Communism is good. I'm reading Marx right now. I got Marx, I got Marx in my bag. And what he's saying is not bad. It's actually really, it's really great stuff. The communist, are still so scared of it, though. The Communist Manifesto is awesome. It it just it basically says that capital is it it tries to say and it's what I talk about too. I get so angry because I'm not paid what I feel like I'm worth, and I don't think that women are paid what they're worth, and I don't even think some of their jobs are valued monetarily at all. If you're a mom and you stay at home mom, and that exists for you, you don't get Social Security still right now. It's not a real job. Doing one of the most important things that we can do for our society, raising children that aren't fuckballs, that <laughs> you don't get Social Security for. You, it, there's no job security. There's no insurance. There's no, you, you have to rely on your partner. And uh, I just, I feel like being a mom think, should be a job. I honestly don't think communism works 100%, nor does democracy 100%, nor does socialism 100%. And that's why, like, if, you know, Anytime you try to do everything 100%, it fails. Sure. I mean, there is a way to blend all these isms together. There is a way. Sure. I mean, we are already, technically, we are already socialists. 
for those who are so afraid of it. It's it, it started back in the 30s. So right. just let you well, know that. Even Social um, Security is a socialist. All the things that happened with uh, FDR at, to take us out of the Depression, having public works, the DPW, right. having the national park system, creating jobs, all of these kinds of things are like welfare. socialist movements. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I hate the word welfare, but government assistance. Government assistance. Wrong with welfare. Yeah. We all I don't like to be well. PC anymore. Right, we should all live well. <laughs> yeah, but I also don't feel that communism should be a fucking dirty word either. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. It's just like it's when you, people say communism, everyone gets scared. I'm like, what? Like y'all get, I mean, there. It's not a dirty word. Well, it, think it, about nukes in Cuba. You know, it conjures up dictators. It conjures up. It conjures up. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it does. Well, for when me, people honestly. say slavery, I that conjures up memories of like I don't know my ancestors, but <laughs> it's not a dirty <laughs> word, is it? Nope. Well, we gotta. Here we go. Un-American, communist-inspired. Herbert said Sessions claimed that these groups forced civil rights down the throats of people. <laughs> In his confirmation hearing, Sessions sealed his own fate by saying such groups could be construed as un-American when they involve themselves in promoting un-American positions in foreign policy. He Her- meant white. <laughs> Her- Herbert, I know what is un-American. <laughs> Herbert testified that the young lawyer intended to pop off on such topics regularly, noting that Sessions had called a white civil rights lawyer a disgrace to his race for litigating voting rights cases. Whoa. This is almost verbatim. Uh, This is almost verbatim the language used in 1960 by the Mississippi Sovereignty Commission, a violent white supremacist government organization that colluded with the Ku Klux Klan when director Albert Jones placed my grandfather, an NAACP member and voting rights organizer, under surveillance for being a subversive danger to white citizens who were molders of their heritage. Such as I just I just can't believe that he's this race. I didn't think that people this race still exist. I mean, oh, that's just yeah. my naivete because I've never lived outside well, of they California. Had to be politically correct, and now they're liberated. Yeah, <laughs> they've reached their freedom. <laughs> I, I, yeah, what's the where's oh. that the height of freedom? Like you can. I've always known there was white people like that. Oh, my God. Sessions is a white supremacist, a xenophobic bigot, who once said that he believed the KKK to be an acceptable organization until he learned that they smoked pot. That's so funny to me. In 1985, (laughs) Sessions, the then 39-year-old U.S. attorney for Alabama's Southern District, led a judicial lynching party against the Marion Three claiming that Albert Turner, Spencer Hogue, and Evelyn Turner were guilty of felony voter fraud for trying to help elderly black people vote. The Marion Three were eventually exonerated. Devil Patrick, formerly Massachusetts governor and former assistant U.S. attorney general, served as legal counsel for Hogue and recently wrote a letter outlining why Sessions is unfit to be attorney general of the United States. In 1995, Sessions supported the return of chain gangs to Alabama, men shackled together and working hard labor on the side of the road purposely to humiliate and dehumanize them. I think it's perfectly proper, Sessions said at the time. Of course he would. And that's just the tip of the Klan hood. According to the Prison (laughs) Policy Initiative, white people in Sessions' home state of Alabama are underrepresented in incarcerated populations. 62% total population, 42% incarcerated population. And black people in the state are overrepresented. 26% total population and 54% incarcerated population. According to the Drug Policy Alliance, Alabama's total population is 68%. 
0.5% white and 26.2% black. Still, drug arrests are 63.4% white and 36.4% black. This staggering racist discrimination is a microcosm of the rest of the United States, and if Trump has his way, and this acquiescence to comp and to and complicity in placating white fragility holds, Sessions will bring the Confederacy to the U.S. Attorney General's office. As I've written previously, the so-called war on drugs has always been a storefront operation created for the sole purpose of laundering the institutional, systematic, and coordinated assaults on black and brown communities in the United States of America. And according to Sessions, he's been on the front lines of the effort to occupy these communities and divide and destroy families by pushing for harsher sentencing, coercing testimony, and convicting accused drug dealers on that testimony alone. In 2002, he made this statement on the Senate floor explaining that the war was successful. <laughs> national and I'll do his voice. National and local leadership set up an unambiguous message that drug use was morally, legally, medically, and physiologically bad. There was no ambiguity. Second, probably doing coke in his bathroom. Yeah, right with meth. Because <laughs> he's the rich guy. Only yeah, the rich people can afford exactly the cocaine. Right. <laughs> that, that stuff. That stuff. White powder is terrible. Um, white powder or po white power? White, both of them. <laughs> uh, second, you go together. Congress passed uh, drug sentencing statutes that provided tough mandatory minimum sentences for drug traffickers. Third, the Department of Justice worked with local law enforcement to prosecute substantially more drug traffickers and send them away for long mandatory minimum sentences. This combination of a clear message, aggressive prosecution, and tough sentences for drug dealers helped drive drug use down. Our country benefited from this. The war on drugs is not lost. This is his statements on the Senate floor. Mm -mm. He's like, this, it works. The, the, the war on drugs is great. Deep power. Keeping up appearances. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there, there are more. We, we have to stop talking about Jeff Sessions. There's just more. This just keeps going. It just keeps going. It just keeps this is, this is the Newsweek one. Attorney General picks Sessions and a drug dinosaur. This is Washington Post. Trump's picked for Attorney General. Good people don't smoke marijuana. <laughs> wow. We'll read this one. So this I guess that, that would include George W., right? Because he was a partier. Uh, this is so. Let's play this video of him oh, God. saying, "Good people don't smoke marijuana." Here, oh, fours up. Here we go. We're all good. Uh, hey, Jeff Sessions, tell us. There better not be a commercial. <laughs> Come on, tell us. It's supposed to say in a Senate drug hearing. Yeah, the the buzzing is because of the. It's this. Oh, here he goes. Was one of the leading states that started the movement to suggest that marijuana is not dangerous. And we're going to find it, in my opinion, ripple throughout the entire American citizenry, and we're going to see more marijuana use, and it's not going to be good. We're going to see more other drug use, illegal drug use also, which is damaging. I mean, we need grown-ups in charge in Washington to say <laughs> marijuana is not the kind of thing that ought to be legalized, it ought not to be uh, uh, minimized, that it's in fact a very real danger. Uh, you can see the accidents, traffic deaths related to marijuana. <laughs> Are you yeah, serious? You're insane. Yes, they go in circles These are for the kind two of hours. things that we're going to see throughout the country, and you'll see cocaine and heroin uh, increase more than it would have, I think, had we not talked about it. The, oh, the creating God. of knowledge that these, this drug is dangerous. You cannot play with it. It's not funny. It's not something to laugh about. about knowledge. And, and trying to send that message with clarity that good people don't smoke marijuana. <laughs> 
This guy does not wow. know how to. This guy does not know how to have fun. Like seriously, like it. Uh, well, it's just unscientific. He yes. hasn't done his homework. My opinion. His opinion doesn't mean and shit. You know what? If I didn't smoke marijuana this morning, I would be I, an alcoholic. I would. Well, th- that would be true for one. <laughs> Please don't. But if I if I didn't if I didn't smoke marijuana, I would I would have been. Cr- I, I, it's been the only thing that's been like my mood stabilizer for the past couple of days is that I've been able to calm myself down and give myself some perspective on the world because I I get really out of focus with the that's station. That's not good, Pam. You need an expensive prescription drug. That's high. Ha, ah, there you go. Right there we go. That's See, exactly that's what exactly I what I was about to get into. The fact of the matter, he mentioned heroin. Yeah. And gee, I know it's not marijuana that gets them caught on heroin. Let's see. It's not a gateway Mm, drug. Oxycodone sounds a little familiar to me. Yeah. Uh, But we, you know, he doesn't mention that. He mentions marijuana, heroin, and cocaine. We need grownups in charge in Washington and say marijuana is not the kind of thing that ought to be legalized. It ought not to be minimized. Is in fact a very real danger. Even if he does become attorney general, I don't. Part of me feels like he's not going to last as well. Just like they booted Ashcroft off uh, his first year um, when Bush won won his first term, uh, or I think it was two years after uh, he he won, or he was booted off because his controversial views. So I mean, I don't. I mean, it was between him or Giuliani. They're both racist. I don't know. Uh, I, it's just, <laughs> I, it, the future looks bleak, and all you got to do is fight. Uh, I've that's, said that's it before. All, it's all we can do. Uh, so that, what's, we're gonna we're gonna take we'll take a little musical break here so hey. that we don't have to think about uh, Jeff Sessions anymore. My um, my I have a very my, the computer is very sad right now, but it's gonna get happy. Uh, let's pick some uh, mar- nice pro marijuana song like. Uh, mm. oh, oh, hey, you know what? How about um, gin and juice? Okay. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, well, that, that's not. Uh, that's, that's rolling that's down the street, smoking endo, sipping, sipping on, on gin, gin and, and juice. juice. Two things he hates: laid back, black people, and weed. With my mind, mind on my, my money, money and my money on my mind. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I need to plug it in again harder. Uh, <laughs> You guys are listening to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm being joined today by the amazing Latoya, the Chef of Truth, and David Stolowitz is training. We'll be right back. Boy, take care of the house while I'm gone. Clean up your room. Take out the garbage. I don't want these fast hair girls up in here. You hear me? And definitely don't let the dog pound up in here. I mean that. And don't be messing with the eight track. Loan me five Somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass hits like every single day. May I 
kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through. Two in the morning and the party still jumping cause my mama ain't home. I got some freaks in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. In the morning. So what you wanna do? Hm. I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So turn off the lights and close the doors. But for what? We don't love them now. Yeah. So we gon' blow a ounce to this. G's up, freeze up for a second now. Bounce to this. Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now these types of things happen all the time. You gotta get yours, but fool, I gotta get mine. See, everything is fine when you're listening to the D.O.G. I got the cultivating music that be captivating me. Who listens to the words that I speak as I take me a drink to the middle of the street and get the Mac into this trick named Shady. Shady. She used to be my homeboy's lady. Lady. 80 degrees when I tell that trick, please. Raise up off these in your teeth, cause you get none of these. At ease, at ease. As I mob with the dog pound, feel the breeze, say you know I'm just laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Later on that day. My homie Dr. Dre came through with a gang of Tango Ray and a fat ass J. Or some bubonic key tick that made me choke. This ain't no joke, I had to back up off of it and sit my cup down. Tango Ray and ETM toe down now, but it ain't no stopping, cause I'm still popping. And Dre got some tricks from the city of Compton to serve me, not with a cherry on top. Cause when I get through, I got to hit the dope spot. Don't get upset, girl, that's just how it goes. I don't love them, no, I'm up to dope, and I'll be. I didn't want to go to my Gertrude. House any damn way. You ain't got to worry about that because I ain't taking you nowhere with me. JB was over huh. there. What JB got to do with you? Oh man, I ain't got nothing. Don't talk to me. Look at you to miss the sign, man. I don't know where we live at. We've been living there for 27 you years. You need to change your pants. Don't talk to me. Let me get in that dog, man. Let me get in that dog, man. I want everybody out of the damn house. I want everybody out of the house, please. I mean, everybody out of here. You better get on out of here. You do get on out of here. I want everybody out. That's right, everybody out. <laughs> That's right, this is my house. All right, Gin and Juice here on Mutiny Radio. We're going to play another song, and then we'll be back uh, with more talk and more David and more um, Latoya and more me and all of that happening and we're gonna, we're gonna, because we are gonna smoke two joints, but we didn't even smoke a joint. Uh, let's find a good long one. Yeah. Smoke two joints in the morning, and I smoke two joints at night. I smoke two joints, and then I smoke two joints. It makes me feel alright. I smoke two joints in time of peace, and two in times of woes. I smoke two joints and then I smoke two joints And then I smoke two more Smoke two joints
joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. Smoke two joints in the afternoon. And it makes me feel alright. Smoke two joints in time of peace, into a time of war. Smoke two joints before I smoke two joints, and then I smoke them. She once told me, son, you be hard-working. Mama, she once told me, son, you do the best you can. Then one day, a better man came to me and said, hard work good, hard work fine, but first take care of him. I spoke to John tonight. everybody that was a not it wasn't really Bob Marley that was like some weird sublime kind of crazy thing that happened but that's okay we did we, we went with it here on the Ulta cast we're back Latoya's coffin she's in there she's YOLO David's moving his car we're being uh, responsible we're adults. being responsible adults actually <laughs> I'm, I feel much better now that I'm high I really happy about it Totally, yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, All wow, right. that Jeff Sessions, I can't even say his name anymore. Jeff Sessions. That was a Debbie Downer. I know, I'm so sorry. Why I shouldn't are you have. apologizing? That's the well, world we live that. in. I know, it's every. Just... It's, uh, I shouldn't say every day is a Debbie Downer, but. Uh, 
I, I, I started to go back on social media again, slightly. Oh. I can only take a little bit yeah, since obviously. the election. Um, and it, it's, I, had, I had to pull away again because I'm just like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. I, we, you know, this new year, it's, it's, it's been really difficult. I, I ran an open mic last night, and I just, uh, it's hard to feel funny anymore. I, I just feel like it's so sad. I, I can tell you who had probably a shittier new year than us. Um, did you uh, catch the Mariah Carey? Uh, well, I know her husband died. Oh, no, no. Her horrible performance on the Dick Clark thing. No, I didn't. I don't. It, it, should, it, should we look this up? Is yeah, this something we should look it, up it, on the internet? Just to, like, lighten up the mood and laugh at someone else's fault, <laughs> failures, I guess. Um, Celine oh. Dion, and she, well, you said this was New Year's? Uh, no, not Celine Dion, oh. Mariah Carey. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're so similar to me. <laughs> Aren't they the, kind of the same? Aren't Celine Dion and Mariah Hell Carey no. like the same person? No. Um, oh, I'm <laughs> That's sorry. so funny. Mariah. That's just the weed talking. Mariah Carey New Year's video. This is what we're talking about. Do you know about this? I didn't know about this. Yeah, exactly. Um, you have to talk into the microphone. You've got to be yeah. right in there. You gotta aim it towards your mouth and put it right in there. <laughs> Actually, if you could do me a favor, I just switched out the microphone on four, hoping that it would be better. Just try it out. Just talky talk into it a little bit. Just, just talk, talk, talk into it, and we'll check. You don't have to just put your mouth by it and talk, and we'll see put if it works. Put your mouth on it. Yeah, I just want to see if it works because it might not. It might not be. Oh. See, th that one's th that one's not very good. that one's not very good either. No, it's on. Keep. Okay, but it's not that yeah. bad. Look, it's, yeah. it's on. It's on. There we go. I don't know if three or four. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> Sorry. Her, her, how about her lip singing is bad? Okay, so she's lip syncing. I it didn't even know this happened. Just to light the mood out there, disaster. audience. Sure, a little uh, pop culture shit. Active stunner that everybody is talking about. Mariah Carey's epic lip sync disaster right there on the world stage at Times Square, witnessed by millions. ABC's Eva Pilgrim Not now me. on what in the world no. happened out there. Times Square, let's hear it right now for Mariah Carey. Tonight, Mariah Carey's meltdown, the ball drop before the ball drop that began innocently enough. Her choreography. But no one will forget what happened next. The performance spiraling into disaster. We can't hear, but I'll just get through the motion, okay? Mariah Carey standing on stage, not singing. She ain't even dancing. We have a check for this song, so we'll just say it went to number one. Carey tried turning it over to the crowd. I'm gonna say let the audience sing, okay? <laughs> The pop legend directing her Look dancers at her dance on stage. <laughs> at one point, <laughs> speaking to the audience while her vocals could be heard. I want a holiday too. And when <laughs> you thought it couldn't get worse, we belong together, going no better. Millions watching on the ABC broadcast. You just don't get any better. Carrie <laughs> trending on Twitter, some blasting the star, tweeting, I tried to sing along to Mariah Carey, but even Mariah Carey can't sing along to Mariah Carey. Others showing their support. Oh, Way to Lord. handle that with grace, girl.
Mariah explaining the performance with an expletive that stuff happens. And tonight, in a statement saying her earpiece was not working, right here you can see her fiddling with it. Carrie's reps say they told the stage manager okay. about the problem, but it was not fixed. We asked at Clark Productions. They have no comment. Okay, that bitch was high. I'm I sorry. am so she is a pill glad to see everybody. Her if you're a Mariah Carey, I mean, I'm sorry. That bitch has had pill problems before, and I've I've heard how cray cray she is. That bitch was high. I'm Absolutely sorry. High. I'm sorry. Look it at wasn't just, it wasn't just it wasn't just oh my earpiece or oh it was I lip sync horribly. No. Look at that bitch's face. She was really high. She's a she's a pill popper, let's yo. Let's get let's get let's let's move the video it gets us some I just I just thought it was funny. You have it frozen. You know. She's Most of them do, but the thing Even is Even her was, dancers aren't that great. You guys her choreography is the thing is, she is on another level, y'all. Y'all, you're not. Look, no. he's helping her. It's like stand. He, she took exactly. him out of the choreography. Right. She's just like, I can't even dance. The bitch dances, okay? She can't. Well, and she looks pretty okay. I mean, they've got her in so many spanks, she probably couldn't breathe. And this whole leotard thing. She's been just wearing no pants, always leotards. Like, yeah. It's, I mean, I want to see a close-up of her again and see if they have one of those. That bitch is high. She, yeah, she's super high. Dude. I know. I mean, well, it's but she's, fair but enough. It doesn't matter to her. I don't it think she was, I don't think she was drunk. He carries her down. She's just standing there. They've got. She's just walking around. I mean, at least she still did her blocking and her choreography. She just didn't sing. That's she not just, choreography. She just walk in. Well, but she's famous. She doesn't have to do choreography anymore. She should just be able to. You, bitch, you got to dance. Okay, so there she, well, I don't think she has to anymore because she's too old. She's not that old. Wow. I just want to let y'all know she's going to end up like Whitney. That's all I got to say. Oh, absolutely. That's just that. Absolutely. I, I'm letting y'all know. Don't be surprised. The bitch oh, she's still knows. going. Well, no, she's kind of got it together. I mean, I know she's talking, but she looks pretty okay. I mean, she, they got her put together. She, she is loco in the cabeza. It's, and it's from other she talked things. To the, yeah. She Nobody. just had fun. You know what? I don't think that she thought that that was that big of a deal. She just, she almost pulled a stand-up no, comedian she thing. No, she mad. She high, though. She's just like, you know. you know what? This it's the best ever. This is the way it's gonna be. Listen, Whatever. She may not be. Dr she may not drown like Whitney, but the bitch, she's next. She's wow. next this year. Wow! Don't say her name three times. I don't care. Like Rumble Silkskin. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't believe this is. I mean, I'm so. Thank you so much. I didn't even know that this happened. Thank you so much for bringing. Look at this <laughs> face to face, <laughs> face to face, bringing me the news. I didn't know about this. This is not news. This is just garbage no, that was on the news it, it, that I just found. Well, it, it is. No, it was. It, it was. It, it, it was be. bigger than. You're right. You shouldn't be. But uh, I think it, it, it's to take your mind off what's really going on, which we already discussed. Well, we can do this. Because we are not in the dark here. Sometimes. She, I don't I, know if it's I thought, comedy. I it was it's tragedy that's about to happen. You're watching it on live TV. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. So usually the puzzle together. there's another uh, there's another segment we do do sometimes here on the AltaCast. Oh yes, we it's called done uh, in a while. we haven't done it in a while. We uh, we look at the news and we don't read the stories. We just read the captions and we try to figure out what they're selling us. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun. So which should we go to Google first? Yeah. What, we, we like to just go the I don't. It went to New Statesman. I don't know why that happened, hmm. but it did that. I put in new and I pressed return and it 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 brought Ooh. me to the new statesman is this uk news this is uk news oh right look at how did that, that happen that was because internet just made that happen i didn't do anything 
I think that I think okay so we have a new one uh, here's so here we go we're, we're uh, we saw Brexit wait wait go yeah, to the let, top. let's go to the top okay so here's here are the stories in, that's in important how Brexit is breaking the British Constitution that's real news <clears throat> that's important okay that's real news second <clears throat> story this will be interesting to compare this with the American ones yes. second story there is sexism in Northern Irish politics but Arlene Foster's misogyny claim doesn't ring true that's two two that have real value these okay. are real news stories now three. so here's three it goes down kim now. kardashian's return to social media suggests a new kind of fame okay. for 2017 that's three that bit should be at the bottom well now here's the thing it that how does and she's the prime example of how non-news becomes news she's not talented in anything she doesn't sing she doesn't dance she doesn't act she doesn't draw what does she do she has a big butt and she went made a, she sex, had a video. sex tape and ooh. what else does she do of what value does she give our community is she a poet does she write children's stories she does she have a radio show what does she, she do there's a lot of pictures That's of herself it. i don't know it's her Eat. butt and She's it's makeup. Do you know how West. easy? I mean, I was robbed. at a wedding this weekend. I saw what makeup can do. And, you know, when you go through four hours of makeup and hair, you look amazing. And I I mean, she, everyone at the wedding looks amazing. I, I did my own makeup. And later in the pictures, I thought I looked just fine. See. But <laughs> it's because I never wear makeup anyway. So it's very confusing for people. I, I didn't want to wear makeup. I, here's the funny thing at the wedding. I didn't. Sh I didn't have a razor, oh, and I no. didn't shave my legs right, and so I had a huge crop of of two inch long hairs, <laughs> and I couldn't. I couldn't wear nylons. This was like my dilemma, right? Oh, I bring the no. nylons. Here's the problem with the nylons. I bring the nylons. You can't wear nylons with open-toed shoes, but I only had open-toed shoes. I had no closed-toed black shoes, except I had, I had black closed-toed shoes, but they were really pedestrian and not so good it wouldn't uh -huh. work for a wedding. So I was like, what am I going to do? So I finally get to the hotel room, and I'm getting ready, and I put on the hose, and then I realize there's three runs in them anyway, so I cannot no. wear the nylons. No, I can't even wear the nylons with open-toed shoes, which would have been a terrible idea because it's tacky right. as fuck. Yeah, it's so very grandma-ish. So then I was like, fuck. I I'm so I was in a wedding in front of all these people with a dress on and I had my I had the hairiest legs <laughs> like it I can show I can show you after I would show. love to see this anyways the beauty standard and the beauty myth is part of our culture and it sucks it sucks and it's pervasive and it's awful and it makes me angry because this person here this Kim Kardashian <laughs> is the third story on a, in a the international UK. news this and she has too. no I've never seen her have any value whatsoever to anything but why does she sell if she has no value do you see this makes me crazy because but so that's the other thing is that do you have to sell your sex appeal to actually get your stuff out there? That's not fair. I love poetry and radio and comedy. And unless we're I Americans, we're basic and stupid. We don't. Those things are very but, Nancy boy fairyish. The thing is that <laughs> she doesn't even have any of. She has no talent. I, she sucks. I know. She's. Okay. Let's let's go, let's move on. on. I'm sorry. Because I'm she's. Sorry. I just gave her way too much airtime. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. that's and that I'm right sorry. there is the problem because she is not that important. She's not. That I is the, that's the whole thing. That's. Uh, but we but we go off on how because I've ranted about that bitch. Story four: What jokes would the canary allow Charlie Brooker to make about Jeremy Corbyn? <gasps> Who was this? Is, <laughs> this uh, is canary. The canary allowed Charlie Brooker to make about Jeremy. Corbin, K -C they must be some British people yeah, British entertainment. People. Oh, okay, maybe. 
Should we should we look at it? Oh yeah, can't. Jeremy Corbyn. We can't look just, at that. We, we, I, wait. Oh, what did it tell us? It didn't. I thought that it was gonna magically tell us something. Yeah. Okay. Let's get some knowledge. You want to you want to see who Jeremy? Okay. Uh, so the Canary journalist and TV presenter Charlie Brooker has come under intense scrutiny for mocking Jeremy Corbyn in his. 2016 wipe the latest installment in its annual dose of spiky mockery of the past year oh jeremy by oh. intense scrutiny okay. your mole is of course referring to the great organ of free expression the nation's last bastion of speaking truth to power the canary yes those click thirsty conspiracy mongers over the alt left news site have written a devastating blog post about what Brooker's show should and shouldn't have said about the labor leader and other politicians. Okay, you're right. Uh, okay, so now so we this is the it. So this is actually what's going on in Britain, what's going to be happening here, especially after the Brexit thing, because it was a bunch of uh, the left there, um, or excuse me, the right there, um, that brexited out over kind of like a with the whole immigration thing going on with a lot of the uh, Syria Syrians oh, uh -huh, and refugees uh -huh, uh -huh. the refugee thing going on so the brexit thing was a kind of like a little catalyst to stop uh them from being a part of the un which is the united Na or, right, yeah, right, 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 the, right. not the united nation excuse me um the un which is not the un god damn it the U euro people the people that have the euro they're yeah. the it's what are they the they got, U, EU, excuse EU. me, the European <laughs> Union. Euro sorry, people. sorry, I shouldn't know. Come on, this. David, you gotta help us. We're, so we're, the we all, European, the, we all fumble through the news together. The, the European Union, that uh, the European Union includes all, you know, Germany, France, Norway, all those cats. Right. And so basically, the Brexit thing was to that way they're not part of the refugee crisis, so they don't right. have to be a part of, you know, having to take in a bunch of Syrians like exactly. us. Exactly. So take that that was an underlying racist thing for Brexit because they did not want Muslims in the country Ooh. and it was sparred by hate. And I, I forgot the gentleman's name that was actually um, Trump and him are friends and uh, Nigel Farage. Nigel Farage Damn, is the one that uh, started the whole Brexit thing and what have you. Hence why that's why uh, David Cameron had uh, the pri former prime minister of uh, Great Britain was um, he resigned. And now that's why we have Jeremy so and so now oh, because of the yeah, because the whole Brexit thing has I fucked up Margaret the UK. Thatcher was still in charge. I'm kidding. She's <laughs> dead. Right? I don't know. Exactly, right, 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 right. I remember when it, that happened. It, it went right back up again. And Nigel Farage, who was in charge of the whole Brexit thing, has he he's away. He's done. So basically, England's turning to shit. Uh, Nigel Farage has been coming here over to the United States helping Trump and was on his campaign trail sparring the same kind of shit that helped Brexit help him win the campaign. So it's kind of like, ooh, oh. I hope you guys are getting out there. Because the same, basically, and now Scotland wants to pull away again because they lost this past summer because they wanted to pull away from uh, England. Um, excuse me. It was very narrow. And now Scotland's trying to, like, cast votes again to try to exit because being part of the EU, the European Union, right. your value, the, the fact of the matter with trade and, and the euro, basically, you guys help each other. And now 
if you are a British citizen or a Scottish citizen, you cannot, you have to have a passport to go to Germany basically what? now. So you cannot, how it was easier oh, where, you know. Oh, you could so just now willy nilly about the countries. Yeah, so now you're stuck. If you, you have to have like some kind of work visa or something wow. now to if like if you get a job in Germany or ask before, you just go back, go back Because it's forth. really close there. It's like. Yeah, exactly. So that, it, that's another reason why a lot of people are upset about that as well. Wow. Uh, that was basic. From the news. Uh, that was really good. That was, that was a really good overview of what was going on. And it took us for it was it a took weird forever. place. I'm sorry. It took a weird turn. Uh, this next one is uh, Stop Boring On About Babies. The gender pay gap isn't about choice. Mm. And they have a picture of a woman who's pregnant sitting at this is a important. laptop. Why is that not number three? Stop See, that's where Kim should be babies. down there. <laughs> this stop boring. Like, they're being English. Like, stop boring on about babies. <laughs> and like, uh, stop like, boring normal on. People, normal people would say, like, uh, st- stop talking about babies at work. What's you normal know? people? I don't know. Americans. <laughs> stop boring on about babies. The gender pay gap isn't about choice. Okay, so it's a feminist thing. Oh, look, they even have this for us. The editors, oh, well, this is books. They're saying the editor's picks. Okay, so they've got, oh, no, editor's picks of story. Despite a year of turbulence, Turkey is part of a new ad hoc, blah, 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 blah. That's all we get to read, though. <laughs> Sherlock's greatest mystery. Why are we still watching it? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. No, just kidding. The last days of Robert Mugabe. I have no idea who that person is. Mugabe. Robert Mugabe. That sounds familiar to me. I am so ignorant. I am so self-centered. You're so American. I am I am so preoccupied with my own stuff. I have no idea what's going on in the world at all. Yeah, it's it's a lot of hell going on. It's shit. Okay, so these are the... We'll, we'll read a couple more quickly, and then we'll move to, like, Yahoo or something stupid. Um, five trends that will be hot and not in 2017. Now we get into clickbait. Seeing pink. Why is sports gear for women still so gendered? This this is an inter- this is this is some interesting news here. Why is sports gear for women still gendered? That's funny. I, I can't see a dude in a leotard. I, well, uh-huh. <laughs> but it doesn't just saying pink, you know. It, like sports stuff isn't that funny it's pink and yellow oh yeah that makes sense pink is stupid killer cereals writers on their favorite box sets Stephen King Roddy oh I love Stephen King yes you do I just read I finally read the last piece of something that he wrote in 2016 he wrote it for the Playboy and it was um, really really good it was a story really short story um, about uh, based on a picture by Edward Hopper. So Edward Hopper is well known for the picture of the people sitting at the cafe at late night in like the 30s, you know. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Right. Like, okay. I even have the, I'll, I'll get the picture for you. So uh, he wrote a story, a, a horror, a horrible, it's great, but it's quick horror, based off this picture. And you don't know where it's going. And then when you know where it's going, it's like, oh, Jesus, Steve. So it's this, this is the picture it was based off oh, of. Oh, that one. And, um, and so he wrote, it's called The Music Room by Stephen King. Guests of the Enderbees receive a special kind of hospitality in this short story inspired by the Edward Hopper painting 
uh, room in New York. So, anyways, it it was it like it's really short. You can see it's like that's it, that's it. Somebody dies. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's it's so good. Like you just it. I didn't expect it at all. I, I'm just always so surprised by Stephen King and so just overwhelmed and enjoyed I'm, by his I'm talent, by his talent. He is such a great writer and I love people that are talented that you can like be like, look at that. You He's know, been like a lot of very, very politically social um, on like, you know, his Twitter and stuff too. Yeah, that, he doesn't, yeah. he is not a fan of Trump and he wrote this really great article about how he wants rich people to start paying their taxes. He's like, don't, don't try to get tax breaks. Rich people pay the least taxes. He's like, pay your taxes. And then he talked about how he runs two radio stations. He owns two radio stations oh, in Maine. Uh, and he's like, anybody who knows radio knows radio doesn't make money. <laughs> right. But he's like, I'm a small business owner, but I employ eight people at one of them and some people at another. And I don't remember the exact numbers on the second, but he was like, I love radio and I love what people do with it. And so now I have two radio stations in Maine. Oh, and wow. I'm like, time I read something by Stephen King, I did I'm not like, know I that. love That's you even more. He's super dope, but like he's a real dude. He's like a, I feel like, I don't want to be a super fan, but I feel like I know him. Like when you read his stuff and there's that special thing between author and reader where you actually do get to kind of, there is a weird relationship between author and reader. It's weird. Is he into psychics? Well, not, I mean, he has, I mean, that's just a theme that he runs through, but he's smart in that he, when he made that theme with The Shining, he, he reuses it and he uses, it's the same, it's a, it's a writing convention, it's like, he, The Shine exists across books just as, I mean, he did that with the Dark Tower series too, he's like, look, everything's intertwined, I'm like, what? <laughs> he does the same thing, he does the same thing with the, uh, the eclipse, with the solar eclipse in Maine at the certain time, and he has different books talk to each other, Rose Matter, Dolores Claiborne, and Gerald's Game all do a thing where all the ladies see each other at different times in the books, and it's like, what is going on? There's like That's an eclipse, crazy. and they see him dumping him in the well, and you're like, oh, Dolores! <laughs> okay. Google News. Let's see. What's trending? Let's see what they tell us. Top stories. Obama tells Democrats to stay strong in protecting his signature health care law. That's pretty big. Don't repeal that, Obama. But that's, that's the first sad. thing he said. That's so fucking The sad. first thing that Donald Trump said the whole time in all of those debates. All was, the Republicans have always repeal said, Obamacare. They've repeal Obamacare. had a hard on for this for a while. The first thing I'm going to do is repeal Obamacare. What? Yeah, What'd exactly. <laughs> Well, and here's the thing. If we're going to repeal Obamacare, the only fix you have is to widen the amount of people that can use Medi-Cal or Medicare. Medicare. Well, because I'm on Medi-Cal because I'm in California. Right. And it's amazing. I'm poor. But they don't have. And so I get free health care. I love it. They want to repeal it, but they have nothing. They have nothing, nothing to replace place. it. Right. So th exactly no the exactly they, and they're like right. they're like up oh, those old those old people that we gave them mcdonald's for years and years and now they're finally dying of diabetes awesome yeah i've heard this don't they miss the good old day of aids okay <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean well the people with the money but yeah. no, <laughs> the the thing though is that they have to they have to get rid of the poor people and the old people and the because 
they have to get rid of some of us because otherwise we're gonna rise up against our oppressor and that's scary the people with money want to keep their money there you look i'm reading the marx look at the revolutions look at the french revolution when marx was writing he was writing in response to the french revolution and what happened where the people rose up and took over the aristocracy well what happened they created a new i mean we just keep creating a new aristocracy. It's all war. There will, always, there will always be war between the haves and the have-nots, and that who are the haves and who are the have-nots continues to change. But the more that we put, we make less have-nots, the better things are. That's but, communism, but you, man! But you know what? They got a long, if they want to do it like that, they got a long ways to go because a lot of Latinos like to have a lot of kids. And black people like to have a lot of babies. Well, and if they repeal the whole abortion, <laughs> so, thing, that th would make no sense at all. Exactly. If they took away the abortion. You take it away. And then you, you, you know, then you've got yeah, you, you I, have families that have to happen. And yeah. So some people just we multiply. Families. We're going to multiply. So, so all this, all everything that's care. going on is it's not okay, worth it. Okay. So my friend it. just had a baby. So suggest that my wonderful friend just had a baby. It cost eighty-two thousand dollars in the hospital. God. To have a baby. Costs $82,000. Now, I guess she has like some kind of copay or something, but I don't know. When the bill came, it was $82,000. Now, what if she didn't have insurance? What if you don't have insurance and you have a baby? And you have to have a baby. How do you have a Do you have it in a toilet? What do you do? How do you have Midwives? But what? Midwives are expensive too. Yeah, and I don't see too many people being like, hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm living in the projects. Let me go get me a midwife. Right. This you is, know. is Marilyn Maria the answer, everybody? Is she going to save us? <laughs> Uh, go vote on the 8th, everybody. Yeah, free donuts. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it, trying to keep it relevant. Donald Trump, Julian Assange, Israel, your morning briefing. Oh, my God, he's talking to Israel. <sighs> okay, we just, we walked, we just came off the bat with fear, fear. Okay, afraid of people getting sick and not having health care. Afraid of Israel blowing up. Jesus. Medium. This is this is what this is what uh, Google this is Google News that yeah, we're doing Google News wants for us. Medium lays off a third of its staff as it searches for a new business model. We are starting this New Year shitty. I knew that. This one, two, three, all really like bad. At least bad. they're stories. It's like bad health care, bad world care, and then <laughs> bad money. Yeah. Let's keep, yeah. Let's keep going. Jury finds alleged Chicago hobos gang leader guilty. Oh, what's that? All right. All He's right. got, whoa, crazy tattoos over there. Uh, Intel will be your net connected self-driving car's brains. It's kind of news. Yeah. Self-driving cars. Okay, I heard this yesterday. What's going to be the one thing that goes down with self-driving cars? Oh, there's going to be some no. driving off the bridge. No. The thing there's going to be less of in the world. Cab drivers. Because of self-driving cars. The answer is organ donations. With way less accidents, way less people get to the hospital with like, you know, a crushed head, but a really viable set of kidneys. Right? Really? I don't, yeah, I don't trust robots driving. All, I mean, I think they're going to... It's machines gonna be magnets. Break. It's magnets. It's I, not robots. It's I magnets. Really, machines Thanks. break. Uh, they they crash literally. <laughs> or, well, the fact of the matter is, like, it also here's another fun. Well, this is like my conspiracy theory, but 
how about the fact of the matter is like where these you know these cars are made what's the labor who's making them and if so do the people or the machinery that make them might forget or malfunction and put something in wrong or does you know something doesn't that's a that's a Stephen King short story right there there you go Stephen exactly so with that I mean put a uh, this is how they're gonna kill all of us is they're gonna (laughs) but they don't want to get rid of the middle class that can actually afford self-driving cars you know I'd be like why would you want them all to die but if you put a glitch in there and they all broke at the same time (laughs) then everybody died beautiful statement a beautiful end to a beautiful statement uh which is actually we're out of time it's 150 and we uh want to take a break before uh the next show because i need to smoke some more of this bowl and i think you do too i'd like to thank david stolowitz for being Yay. here on his first training and figuring out how mutiny radio works for latoya the sheriff of truth for saving my life last week oh dude absolutely welcome. girl talk girl talk Sometimes your boyfriend just doesn't know what to say. He don't know shit he about that. He knows, yeah, he knows <laughs> shit about stuff, but not about that. Not about that. Uh, thanks for joining us on the AltaCast. Thanks again to Marilyn Murillo, and go vote go on vote. the 8th. And uh, she's going to change things. Uh, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, take a break from the social isolation and come out to all jokes the daytime outdoor comedy show at All Good Pizza in Bayview on Saturday, September 5th, where Drea Myers hosts a super funny lineup of comedians. Grab some brick oven pizza and enjoy the show in an outdoor courtyard with plenty of room to be physically distanced. See you soon at All Good Pizza for this tremendous outdoor comedy show. Saturday, September 5th at 3 o'clock. Bayview. All jokes at Good Pizza with Drea Myers. Saturday, uh, September 5th. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> my name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long... We have gone without a chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, 
Crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Italian, and we brought you Fascismus with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod how bad could it possibly be we are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership individual politics are not important we need to rally behind curing the trump virus go to antitrump.com You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. 
Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, move that bitch, move that bitch. And, uh, and, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys. Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please. This is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please. Please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo. Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio GoFundMe and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end.